Welcome. I'm Isaiah. I'm Dan. Ask Him is podcast season three. I think I think so. There was some time off. Let's see if we can get through. We're going to get through a whole season this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you asked me again if I wanted to do it, I, I've always wanted to do it, but it's just time finding time and working it in. And now I'm like, nope, this is my schedule. So you know, we'll, we'll look to drop episodes on Wednesday night since it's the day before Thursday yep. night the week now the NFL is so funny that it just that originally kicked off what on like a Thanksgiving I think Thursday night wow yeah and yeah, then um, they never went back yeah I'm actually surprised that they uh they decided to go yo we're gonna have football on Thursday nights going forward period it's not gonna be because i think it used to be um a couple of thursdays but now it just seems like look we're gonna do every thursday yeah originally originally the only thursday night game was at one point it was thanksgiving yes um and then or i think it was thanksgiving they would have one-offs or whatever then they started doing the one o'clock to four o'clock to eight o'clock for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then it used to be where Thursday night football only starts from Thanksgiving towards the end of the season. Now it's week yes. one. Yes. Yes. Off on a Thursday. Yes. Well, and one now. of the things that's funny, I've always thought was weird about that. I've always thought the first game of the season should be the two teams that lost the Super Bowl. The like the what could have been game. Sorry, not that lost Super Bowl, that lost the AFC and NFC championships. So this year it would have been the Bills. It had been the Bills versus Chiefs. No, not Bills versus Chiefs. It had been the – no, the the Chiefs lost the AFC championship. Oh, Tampa. So it would be the – Tampa. Tampa was in the AFC and NFC championship. Tampa lost to L.A. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so it would have been Buffalo versus Tampa. That would have been great. I can't remember. Didn't did they push? Didn't they have a team? Was it Baltimore and the Raiders or Baltimore and Pittsburgh that were supposed to play on a Sunday night? Was kicked to a second Monday night. Then they moved it to like not a Tuesday, but like a Wednesday. I think I can't remember. No, yeah, no COVID. There was one week that COVID had a had two games on Monday, two games I think two games on Tuesday, and the only game that wasn't the only Wednesday was the day there was no game. I think you're right. But they and still had Thursday, Thursday, right? And they still had and they still then they still had Sunday and back to normal. But but no, um, COVID yeah. was a COVID changed. Everything, but also, but I also thought it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It would be kind of cool if they spread it out some, so that certain game, so that like you didn't have to have every game or the majority of the games on Sunday. So that yeah. way, like, put it in prime time. I mean, I would. I mean, I would rather watch that than a lot of other things. The only problem with that is if you do that, what happens is teams wind up having weird awkward schedules so the idea is you really realistically you can't have somebody play on a tuesday night and then the next week 
they play on they play on that Sunday when the team they're playing against had two extra days of rest. Yeah. Yeah, they can't they can only they can only mess with it if bye weeks line up and even then it just doesn't make yeah. a whole lot of sense given their you know they, they all they care about are prime time and marquee games. They only yeah. care about your Thursday because it's the only game in town. Yeah. Same thing with Monday, but also same thing with Sunday. Sunday's an underrated Sunday night, rather, is the underrated one. It's prime time. Right? No, it is. All it's the prime time games, games are more important. During the day, but yeah. Yeah. But now it's like they get three. They can't take over Saturday because that's college and they won't try to even compete. They'll lose. Well, um, I don't think they, well, I don't think it's so much as, um, I think the thing about it is, there's no reason to compete against college in that way. Well, I think if they if they had an eight o'clock game on a on the on, on Saturday, the day Notre Dame is playing Ohio State or something like that, it would have I, to be it would destroy it, the ratings for the NFL. It would have to be a real it would have to be a marquee matchup for them. Sure. They'll 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 win they'll win almost any day if the if the matchup is right. Yeah. Well, I mean I'm, if it's Rutgers versus USC, yeah, but if it's <laughs> if it's you know old 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 classic Bama and, and LSU or Clemson, and yes, Bama. then yeah, then that would be a lot harder for them to. Um, not that they couldn't beat it, but it would be it would be a um, a toss up. I think it would come close. Well, well, what's really interesting that I find is that uh, the majority of the people that I know that I've that I know follow college and um, pro is you ask anyone that's a really big fan of college like. If you had to pick one, a lot of them would say, "No, I'd probably, I, I, I'd pick, I'd pick college." I mean, there's just so many different games and 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 the traditions, right? There's not a lot of traditions in the NFL. Um, yeah. Well, now, um, so what do you think about now? With uh, I wanted to ask you about the the college football playoff ex- expanding. I I only think that they've. I, I think I think they've finally kind of gotten it. Right. And I think it's taken this long. They could have done this in half the time, figuring out that BCS wasn't the way to go. And, 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 and just the way that it's all set up and how long it took to get there, they could have gotten there a lot faster. Well, I think, Uh, I think I've told you before the 14, having a 14 playoff, when you have a power five, when you have five power conferences, it's like this dumbest thing to rule for. Right. It's like, that means it's, it's like, so you mean to tell me somebody was in there sitting going, wait a minute, there's five big ones of us? Yeah, but only four are going to get in? Yeah. All right, let's do that. It's just yeah, like, it, the NCAA is terrible, <laughs> period. Um, they get a lot of it wrong in a big way, right? Um, I love this name, in, image, and likeness thing that, that went the way of the, the, the college players. Yeah. Well, because, you, should, like, you should you should have a right to your your own image and likeness, and you know, be able to sign well, stuff. Well, and, well, the problem is this is too. If if somebody wants to argue that um, players aren't players aren't professionals and things of that nature, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to listen to their argument. My problem is they have to be willing to listen to the argument. There are there are millions and billions of dollars being made off of these people. And right. these people aren't seeing a, a fraction of that. And if you want to tell me that the education thing is um, the most important thing, 
I'm, I'm here to tell you, it's like literally time has proven having a million dollars is better than graduating high school. Right. <laughs> I right. mean, it can be. You can do a lot with that. I think, um, I mean, education is, is important. And I, and I think, um, I mean, yo, I really appreciate that. Uh, I really um, love that the guys can get that. But I think it's when um, education, mo money is king when your mom and brothers, you have your mom and brothers live in an one bedroom ap apartment and it's eight people. Right. Then it's completely different, you know? And the idea is if you're going to, and then at the same time, if you're going to start suspending kids for getting free stuff. Right. Then it's like, okay, now we're drawing the line here. They, they, like, they didn't even allow, I, I can't remember, like most of them couldn't have jobs. Yeah. Yeah, so you no, you're not allowed work, to yeah. work. No, no, you know why? It's they always say, well, because their studies are most important. I was like, no, 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 no. You're not taking away any any studying time from me. You're not. They know they all have these these cupcake you know degrees lined up, but th that's not that's not helping anyone really. Yeah. Um, but it's like everyone was making money except the athletes, and of course, I don't think and, that yeah, Joe Burrow at LSU as a senior or whatever would have should have gotten a million dollars to play i think that they need to figure out the best way to do that you know yes but i think but yes but i definitely think it's just it's just it's too problematic with people making so much money once you have people making so much money and the people that are that are basically creating that aren't getting it then it's just like, okay, you guys, we need to put a step back. Right. Now, eventually it's going to get really crazy and they're going to have to figure that out. Like when you have a, when you have a kid go to a place and everybody knows he's getting paid $20 million to play college ball there. Right. Right. It's, you it's know? almost like baseball right now. It's very similar. Like I said, um, I think to you, it was like last week or something. I said, at some point salary, something's going to change. These guys are looking for 600 700 million dollar contracts like in the next 10 years you're gonna have someone that's like the first billion dollar athlete you will it'll be a baseball player it'll be over 10 years it'll be 10 years 1 billion well so and, like i told you it'll it'll be crazy it won't uh, all be guaranteed but yeah well one of the things about it is i always i mean that's kind of how how i've always looked at it with baseball talking to you about it is the idea they can't generate the whatever league it is, whatever sport it is, you can't generate X amount of dollars and not expect to pay people that. Right. And that's right. just it. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, how do they stop the money from getting so insane? Well, well, number one, they're going to have to, they're going to start looking at attendance. Right. I mean, the, the, I, I grew up in Boston until I was 13. I've always lived within an hour of the city Mm -hmm. um, I've gone to, I don't know how many Red Sox games um, in my life. And the number of games that I've attended, even pre-COVID per year was less than a handful every year. And prior to that, I mean, I would go 10, 15 times a season. And I was a fan. I'm still a fan. I'm just more casual. I'll, I'll, I listen to them. I keep up with them. But if they're losing me, in my generation, <laughs> like 
I won't say like most of my friends that watch baseball, they still watch baseball and I keep up with it. I watch it. I just don't watch nearly as much. It's not every single night like it used to be. Well, how how are they going to reach that younger generation? Okay, NFL well, doesn't is, have that problem. NFL doesn't have that okay, problem. That so, young. Okay, so it's funny. All right, so I wanted to get on that. Right, um, I want to I want to segue into hard knocks, but that's good. I think if baseball had something like that, yeah, yeah, bas- basically baseball needs to figure out a way to continue to create viewers, and you know and what? it can't and it can't and the problem is you can't rely on the sport no you have to rely on the quote for lack of a better way say it in some way the spectacle of it so the the strategy that i've seen that i think will work if it does and it will save baseball honestly is tiktok and this is why baseball was literally designed for tiktok right um there's so many amazing plays in baseball that can happen during a game yeah that are just digestible of 15 second increments yeah. people just are wow factor and mlb they have probably from a league standpoint the absolute best social media team out there compared to all the other leagues yeah. they have a great and that's that's that might be that way but you're right hard knocks is well you got to sell the story exactly. i can care i can care about a guy who has a wife and kid that's dreamed of being in the major leagues and is trying to make the team or trying to get his call up the right. same way I can watch hard knocks and, and a guy that's trying to be the third round. I mean, the third running back on the Detroit lions, right? Right. A team and that that you... can, that can be the thing that I'm like, Oh man, I hope he gets his shot. I know. I know. I hope, I hope Even so. though this guy doesn't believe in dinosaurs, it's cool though. It's whatever. <laughs> yes. And so Detroit, um, so this year, I mean, this year, Detroit being on hard knocks, um, they played really hard last year. Yeah. I think they still have a problem that, um, that Detroit, I think that's their, it's, it's kind of funny when I looked at, when I uh, was looking at it the other day, I was looking at the fact that it's like, okay, when they had Matthew, they had Matthew Stafford and Megatron and went to one playoff once. That at the very least, if you I, have I if you have a if you have a franchise quarterback and a Hall of Fame wide receiver in their prime, you should be a perennial playoff goer. You should be in the playoffs every year. And the I thing th- is, if you go back and look at all those teams too, of course Megatron's Hall of Fame. Of course he is. But like a lot of the second and third wide receivers on all those Lions teams were solid receivers. Nate Burleson yes. was one of them. I mean, they always had guys that could make plays. Um, there was a solid running backs too. Well, that's one of the things that I've held against. Um, I like Matthew Stafford. I think he's got skills. I think he's got the goods. But I've held I've held um, a little against him because of that, because when you're the because usually when you're the guy, you propel your talent propels yeah. players around you. Like I said, you don't want to you don't have to win a Super Bowl in Detroit, but but you tell me you can't get to the playoffs. But once. Yeah. You know, and, and and that's the problem is like you look at it and it's like the bar is only can be so low for Detroit. 
And and the fact is, like, they had – did they have back-to-back-to-back first-round picks? With, when they had Mike Williams, Char- Carlos – was it Charlie Rogers? Charlie Rogers. There was there was um, one of those years. They had about I want to say they had three picks back to back every year within the first five or something. Oh yeah. Well, there was a stretch where it was like Mike Williams from USC. Yeah. Char- uh, Charlie Rogers from Michigan State. Yes. And then Joey Harrington when he was at Oregon. Yes. And all these guys. On paper, or phenomenal. <laughs> like I mean, some guys, guys go I to mean, any other team. The problem thrive. is, some guys flame out. I actually think, um, I think it's easier to bust at quarterback than any other position. Sure, I think, I think, um, I think the Joey Harrington thing or whatever is. I'm, I'm willing to bet that, of course, it has to do a lot with the coaching staff and stuff like that. Like I won't put that all on him because he was put in a bad situation. And when a lot of times when a guy's put in a bad situation, a quarterback and expected to just thrive, they don't. Yeah. And that's, and, and when, when I go back and I look at guys like Tim couch and other guys that were, were, were taken first overall or in the, in the top five for, you know, uh, quarterbacks, um, I don't, I almost never blame the quarterback. Right. Uh, yeah, well, mm-hmm. until well, like, like I said, this last stretch, like I am not shocked. I watch a lot. I've watched a lot of college football. Yeah. I'm not shocked that Daniel Jones is garbage. Right. Be- I'm not. How many? So he's got quarterbacks the, the problem is he has he's talented, he, but he's garbage. He has athletic. He has athletic ability. Um, I think the problem with somebody like him, I think. So one of the things that I think when 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 coaches get hired, I think a lot of them sell themselves on being able to win with what you have there available to you. Oh, you. So I get hired to coach. The Giants, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could totally win with Daniel Jones. You know, he's great, blah, blah, blah. But I actually think maybe more coaches should get hired. They they get hired from their previous success in relation to how that works with the quarterback. So, for sure. instance, if um, I'm going to coach, a scr- if I'm trying to coach a team and the young guy is a scrambling quarterback, my resume should have the success I've had with quarterbacks just like that. Right. I shouldn't have to sell that. You should be able to see that. It's kind of one of those things when you look at um Kansas City's coach, the uh, enemy, and it's like how he hasn't been able to get a head coaching job. But the reality is a, a coach, he should technically coach a team like the Jets with a guy like Zach Wilson. Right. You know, in that sense, similar, right? You know, similar somebody makeup, who similar athleticism yes, between the guys. Yes, yes, yes. In right. that way, um, I think it's. I think you do. I think it's a weird thing when your court when the quarterback is has been it's been established that the quarterback is the most important position on the on the football team, and if that's the case, as as sucky as it may be, maybe only offensive guys should be head coaches. In that way, you get what I mean? Or guys that truly understand it. I mean, it's just the idea. It's not a, it's not a funny, right? 
it's if, when you look at the when you look at Wash the um the Washington football team, the Commanders. But what about Belichick? I think Belichick. I think you can't use. I think using any argument with Belichick is like using arguments with Tom Brady. I think they're complete. I think they're complete outliers. Now, I definitely told you I'm very I'm very big on the idea with Brady that there have to be other guys that got drafted that could that got drafted in the sixth round or seventh round and never got their shot and could have been great. I don't think oh, I don't sure. think. I don't think he could. I don't think he's the only person that could have done that. No, um, you know, I hear all the time, you know, who's better? Who who was it? Was it Bill? Or was it Brady? Brady wins the seventh without Bill. Oh yeah. Well, how many Super Bowls have has Bill won? How many Super Bowls has Bill been to? Bill's won two more Super Bowls than Brady. That is funny to think about. What, that, you know, Bill gets criticized a lot for this breakup, and as I think. Yeah. I think he should get criticized to some degree, of course. Sure, but you know? guess what? I mean, it, it's it's like I said, Belichick wouldn't be Belichick without Brady. Brady yes. wouldn't be Brady without Belichick. A hundred percent. Just the way I it mean, is. It's and, crazy. It's great beside yeah. each other, you know, without the, each other. Yeah. The weirdest thing. Yeah, it's kind of funny, right? The weirdest thing to think about is there are only there may only be a handful of coaches throughout history that get put in the position that he was in with Brady and let's Brady ride. Do you I get what I mean? Dude, I, I can't, I remember, I very, very, very vividly remember people on sports center on, on, mm-hmm. on everything, the phrase you don't, and coaches saying it, yeah. you don't lose your job to injury. They kept yep. saying that. Everyone say said that. it. Everyone said it. Pardon the interruption, the uh, you know, around the All horn. The Everyone said that. You don't lose All the it. Time. That's why it's like Belichick's has the biggest brass ball of, of anyone ever. In you took a f- number one overall draft pick that was Drew Bledsoe and said, nah, we're gonna roll with this guy who was who was a compensatory pick. They couldn't even trade out of that pick if they wanted to. And knowing Belichick, you, you, yeah. you and Bledsoe already four, took a team to a Super Bowl. <laughs> right, right. He already. I mean, he. I mean, that's. I mean, it's pretty. It is pretty wild, you know. Um, I think, but I definitely think it definitely seems like there was there was just too much. You don't appreciate me, and you can't sure. have that. And. Um, be able to prosper. You I mean, know, literally, I look at my fantasy team this year, and I'm like, I appreciate all you guys. <laughs> I, I thought I, the I, I thought the draft went I thought the draft went really well this year. Um, I did too. I I you know I for I don't know how many years in a row, two or three now, I have somehow gotten the first pick overall. It's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Um. I mean, and it's a, but it's a, but that first pick can be a curse. Yeah, because I don't have a great history with that pick. No matter. <laughs> but everybody who knows. Pick. Everybody knows who you're going to pick first, pretty much. Right. But the problem is, the idea of who you pick second is very difficult. Yeah, it sets the tone. You know, it sets the tone for like when I come back from first, and then all of a sudden I'm like 25th, 26th. A lot of people are anticipating. They want to know what am I going to do? Am I going to take another running back and then have my running backs and then start with a stud receiver? 
and go forward or, or, or whatever. And, you know, I have a solid, I have a very, 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 very solid team. Um, until I got the news today that Kittle already tweaked his groin. So that's awesome. That's wonderful. So that's, here's the thing. Um, the one of the things that I've realized and a lot of, a lot of the sports people and um, fantasy people talk about, you can't draft this person or this person, and you should only draft people that are, are that are going to be starting week one and all that. And I very much haven't done this a long time now. I truly believe you have to always approach it like it's a season. Absolutely. And yeah, and that's like when you see people, I you know, we'll bag on people for reaching for a guy that you think would have been there seven rounds later, right? It's yeah. part of the, it's part of the whole deal, but you know, when someone takes like DeAndre Hopkins, he's going to be suspended for what half the season almost or, or, or whatever. Six, and it's six, like, I think he's suspended right. for six games. So, and a third so, of the, so a third of the season. Right. And then it's like, well, mm-hmm. it's about value. Do you have yeah. another, do you have a wide receiver two there that you can take, or he's a number one wide receiver. Depending who's there, it's a no brainer that you should take him. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know? but yeah. Most I took yeah, I took a lot of rookies this year. Um, I saw, yeah, I've got I've got Sky Moore from the Chiefs. I've got Olave from the Saints. I've got Watson and Dobbs from Green Bay. And like and, you said, you don't need them all to hit. You need one. Yes, and I got Drake London for Atlanta. Literally, right. I don't, I literally only need one of them to hit for yeah. the, for all those draft picks to work. And one of the ways the one of the ways that I looked at it too is it's like if the idea is towards that down the stretch of the season when they have truly gotten into their roles if they're producing hey i'm on point right because that's what i because literally i want to have players that start getting more reps towards the if i can if i'm winning i want to get players that are getting more reps heading into the playoffs heading into right. the fantasy the, playoffs that's the idea the, the only danger that you fall victim to in what was discussed in our league was a lot of guys fall in love with their draft and the possibility of potential. The only thing you really fall victim to potentially is that you drafted these guys and if two or three of them don't produce for the first three or four weeks, if you fall into an injury thing with someone else, well, you might have to cut guys you don't want to cut and know when you're going to cut them. And then someone else like, would swoop them up and take them, but you have to be ready and you have to be correct when you make. Them you have to be. You have. It's it's a funny thing, right? You almost ha- you have to be. You have to be willing to do stuff that you didn't that you weren't willing to do before. For right. instance, um, last season, one of our one of our mates in the league, he kept Michael Thomas the whole time, even even after he was being offered trades for Michael Thomas. That ended up being the thing that caused him to come in last. Right. And um, because he, because of that product, because of where right. he picked Michael Thomas and that production. Right. And, um, and so I think um, when that happens, you, you can't, if you're losing, you got to get out of losing. Right. I, I kind of see it. Basically the idea is you um, in our league, I think we've, we've discussed before. The idea is almost everybody that makes the playoffs is the 500. Very, very rarely is somebody 
truly above 500 by, by more than one or two games. And so the idea is you just want to make sure you have enough wins so you can, so you can do things and strategic things. So it's like, yes, I draft for potential, but if I'm 0-4, we're gonna have to make some different. We're gonna have to make some changes. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? it, it's true. Our 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 league, you almost can't wait a week to make a move. You you can't if you wait a week to drop a guy that you're like, you know, I'm kind of on the fence about what this guy's gonna do. There's two guys on the wire. I might, I right, those guys will be gone. You won't have anyone to pick up. Our league is cutthroat. You know. Yes. I am um, having the first waiver wire pickup this um, going into this season, being number one on the waiver wire. I am going to be, I, I, I am willing to jump on anything at any time. Yeah. If, if this week somebody that's not on my team that's out on the waivers looks like they're going to be a stud, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. I'm grabbing them. I'm not yeah. even thinking about it um, because there are a couple of people like that um, for me. Um, Alec Pierce is still out there on, um, and nobody's grabbed him. And he's looked at as possibly being a good, um, a good uh, thing to have a good player to have as a second receiver for the Colts. Another guy is uh Dotson from um, or Dotson can't pronounce that correctly from Washington. The right. rookie that the rookie wide right receiver that Washington um, drafted, they say Wentz is is favoring him over McLaurin, right? And so the idea is, if somebody goes out and kills it, I'm going to be thinking really hard about using that. Or let's say, um, God forbid, Kamara goes out there and blows out his knee. Well, looks like I'm I'm probably I might be getting his backup. Or um, so I'm trying to think of it. Or Fournette. Fournette, um, Fournette can't play. Then maybe time to get into the Tampa, Tampa Bay game. Um, I know sometimes you have to hold on to that waiver in case you need it because one of your players gets hurt. Sure. I get that. But I also think if um, – if guys have proven themselves, yep, you got to do what you got to do. Last year, but but Val, it doesn't matter because if you need to get, if one of your guys gets hurt and you already blew it the week before, you got a great player. Most likely, you can you could bounce back with a trade using either that player or someone else to get a replacement for your guy. Maybe they're the same position. It doesn't matter. Um, it's it's an insurance policy. Either way, you hang on to it till the end of the season. And you'd never let that thing go unless it's a dynamite can't miss or it's a, no, I see someone and I know this guy's going to be a can't miss later on. This other guy's not getting the ball and he's getting 10 targets a game. I got to, I got to go here, you know? No, absolutely. I mean, I think, right. So um, I think too of the fact that there, everyone's going to have players that they didn't, that aren't producing the way they thought they could. Yep. And the idea is, okay, um, just when do you make that move? So last year, for instance, um, oddly enough, going into the season, I had the second, I had, I had the second waiver pick. And the guy who had the first picked up Eliza Mitchell after the first week. Right. And he 
pretty much rode him all year. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, like when I found this trend and I think I'm going to continue not doing it. Um, like keeping in the fantasy realm of this, but moving to hard knocks. Um, every year we usually do our draft. What the week before? I mean, the week before. Yeah, like, yeah, literally. The schedule is like we're basically like not more than two weeks before usually. Yeah. So th- this year we did it on the 25th, yep. and obviously it starts tomorrow the 8th. So I mean, this is pretty actually early for us recently i mean i mean it is it's nail biting wait but the the problem is i always watch hard knocks it's so well produced you start falling in love with guys you watch you watch you'll watch a backup defensive end catching touchdowns and you're like i might um, like this guy might catch touchdowns as a tight end you know two seasons two seasons ago i drafted darren i think um I think it was Darren Waller because of Hard Knocks, right? The Raiders were on Hard Knocks a couple of years back, right? Um, I think so, right? That sounds familiar. Um, and uh, yeah, because of Gruden. And um, I, I was like, I don't know, this this Waller kid seems awesome. I might have to grab him. Literally, we drafted. Yeah. And no one drafted this kid, and I completely forgot. I remember that. I went and grabbed him before the season started. Right. And now you can't get him. You can't right. get him in our league after the fifth round. It can't. No. And, and it's funny because the year, again, we have IDPs. We've moved from four down to three. Yeah. I think we're even. I think that's a, that was a great move. We removed a bench and yeah. we removed um, an IDP. And mm-hmm. as a result, it's, it's just easier. There's more guys on the wire. So that if you are really in the in the in the cellar, you can pull yourself out or really work a, you know, work a way to find to trade up, move this guy, move whatever, to not just be dead. Um, but as a result, I ended up grabbing JJ Watt because I'm like, oh, sacks are worth whatever. I never pick defensive ends because they're very streaky. Yes, because sacks. yes, because because you're worried I'm about like the, he's gonna catch me tight yeah, like, <laughs> well, he'll catch me touchdowns. They didn't even throw to him, I think, once that season. I was like, but he caught like seven in preseason. Like, beautiful, beautiful, so, though. So, uh, beautiful. Like, I felt, well, I felt it's funny you mentioned Watt because, um, I forgot he was coming back this year. I'm like, wait a minute, he's not retired yet. And you know, we'll go like week six or seven, and then I'll have another season ending surgery. I mean, back, the guy's put back. together with like duct tape, nails, and dirt. Well, he goes to, I mean, um, it is weird seeing him in Arizona. This season has been, this offseason has been funny because I was watching it like a hawk. Everybody's on a different team. Um, I think, and some people I think, I, okay, so Devontae going to the, going to Vegas, I think his overall impact is going to be slightly different. I don't think, I, I mean, I like Derek. Derek, right? Derek's this one. Derek, Derek. I like Derek. Yeah. I like David too, but I like Derek. But Derek's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not. It's not a thing. Like Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Right. The, um, only, the only X factor is McDaniel's. Yes, he can, make, he can make Carr better than Carr is if Carr is better than what he has shown. Right. Yes, and I don't think. I think Derek Carr is as good as he's shown. I don't think I don't think there's another level he can reach. Yeah, maybe I'm 
maybe I think I'm wrong. Margins, right? I mean, his yeah. best friend is Devonte. They 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 grew up together. They college together. There's a like, video of them in a in a in like a at, in a car, and like Hunter Renfro's there, and it looks super like these dudes are just having a blast. Like, and really? I'm like, what is this? That's funny. I seeing it made me think. I don't know, man. This these guys might be good, but really good this year. And yeah, so I, I think, you know, I I think it's not one of those. If I think the way the team was last year, if you said, well, they're going to average scoring twenty four points a game, and this year they're going to average thirty five points a game, I don't think it's that. I, but I think it's they win closer games. They win. I yeah. mean, their division is is when I was doing my playoff predictions. Yeah. Anyone in that division can win the division. You could have three. How many wild cards can you possibly have? Can you have? Could you have an entire division make it? Yes. So now you can. Remember, before right. you couldn't. Um, right. Now you can. Right. Which could easily happen. <laughs> it really could happen. Well, so the problem, the problem with that happening for the AFC West, it'd be awesome because my Broncos would be in. The problem with that happening for the AFC West is that you, for everybody in the AFC West to make it, that means their division. Every other division is like sending one team, and that's the problem. Yeah, and but it's like I don't think um, all that would mean all the teams in that division likely would have to split every game with each other. Yeah, that means, and that means only the Bengals go from the north. Yep. Only the um, no, sorry, the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Only the, the Titans go from the only the Titans or Colts. The Colts go from the south. Yep. Or um, everyone's and, sitting Dolphins. Or yeah, Bill. and the Bills, Bills, Bills or Pats, and yeah. it's just it's it's too many. The West right. is going to beat up on each other the the way the NFC East usually does. Right, and only one team, one team gets in, maybe two. Well, what's what's interesting about that is you know I've really I, I yeah I've watched football my whole life. I I I think. No matter what, on any given Sunday night football, if there was a matchup that I had to get really amped up, yep, sure, you have Baltimore at Pittsburgh or whatever, you know, like some good rivals. Yeah. Any any NFC East showdown, I don't care what is happening in the world, I'm watching that game. Because no matter – because it's a weird thing where no matter how good an- another team is this, yep. in, the, in, that, in that rivalry, it's almost like they play in a talent vacuum. It, it's where right. everybody's evenly matched. It's a Dallas, weird thing. Dallas could be 13 and three going to the last game of the season against Washington, Washington. That's three and 13 and Washington wins. Yep. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, that's, that's everybody that's gets up for those games. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, so, I mean, so speaking of more big news, you know, I, I keep thinking about this and I can't remember the exact figure, but like, it feels like a lifetime ago that Brady retired. 20 days later, 12 days later, whatever it is, he unretired. But then that is in, so the interim, weird. in the interim, like they announced, or I can't remember when they announced the timeline's all messed up for me that he's going to be like the highest paid broadcaster for Fox or something, supplanting Aikman and Buck when he, whenever he retires, like $300 million. Um, <laughs> and I said weeks ago, I, I called this weeks ago that I knew there was trouble in paradise with Brady and Giselle before Brady even took time off. 
And you know what I said, his Instagram profile just showed just a very generic happy birthday to Giselle. It, he didn't say, I love you. Like he always does. He didn't say, you know, Te Amo. She didn't say the same for him because their birthdays are close. And I'm like, nah, man, they're headed for troubled waters. Um, and he took the time off and, you know, yeah. for me, that's not even the biggest story for Brady to season. It's that three of his five starting offensive linemen are going to be out. I think this could be, a, I think this could be, okay. I think, I think it's highly likely that if Brady and the Bucks don't have a good year, he's done, done. I agree. And I think it, the so far it's shaping up to look like this might get bad really fast. Yeah. That lineman, that lineman thing is for a, for a quarterback that plays like him, for any quarterback, right? Even if you have a mobile quarterback, it'd be difficult. But to be the but to be him, it'd be it'd be brutal. So brutal. I I I I stayed away from the those games that had a lot of Bucks players because I have no idea what's gonna happen with that line. Like for Nat, I'm mm. like, okay, running backs need holes. Well, and I mean he him coming out, him coming going to camp out of shape. Yeah. And he's not. There are there are only a I mean, I can't I can't I can't even think of a running back who I trust that would do that. But I know I don't trust him and he did it. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, when you look at it, I, I don't I don't think that there's I don't think they have a lot of wiggle room for I yes, they added Julio. Yep. Yes, they added, you know, Gage. Yes, they yep. they'll get Godwin back, I think, faster than they thought they would, but they lost what OJ Howard? Ooh. But it's those three linemen that and Antonio matter. Brown. That's kind of yeah, funny. Right. He was well, a here, contributor. That's what's kind of funny. But he left when he wanted to leave, right? He didn't, <laughs> you know. But at the end of the day, you look at it and you're like, okay, well, you know, their first game is against is is against the Cowboys, against Dallas. Um, and their schedule this year, I was just looking at it. Their schedule this year is not it's not it's not the easiest. Okay. So okay, so do you think they can still win the South? We'll go to that. Because I think yeah. I think it's not out the realm of possibility. I think if Jameis plays to his potential, I think the Saints the can. Saints but, can do it. But I think he's got to play to his potential. And I don't I, think he's had a lot of success doing that. I'll tell you what, that is a lot easier to answer. If, if Sean Payton's still there, yeah, hundred percent. And, and I don't. I now looking back at the at the whole controversy about Miami missing picks and tampering with Brady and Sean Payton. No, it's no wonder why Sean Payton left the Saints because their cap they're in cap hell. Yeah, I think. But also, I think he knew this might be coming, and he wanted yeah. to just insulate and remove himself from that picture. No, he knew. Um, so if we have, so okay. Um, I mean, the Saints. When, whenever teams get in the cap hell, and then GMs and coaches go, you know what? 
sayonara, I'm always like, okay, you guys, um, you made these choices. Right. <laughs> Figure it out. Right. Which is why I have I have the Rams winning the NFC West. Um, I think uh I think the Niners are gonna be fine. Um I don't think I don't think Trey Lance is gonna lose his job to Jimmy. I like Jimmy, but I think they're gonna remember I that. Know. I think they I think Trey Lance is gonna do just enough to keep the job and then Jimmy's gonna move on. Yeah, I have the Rams taking their division there. Um, and then I have San Fran as a wild card. Yeah. Um I, that that's a good division. I've heard people talking, I've heard people saying with the NFC North, uh, people picking the Vikings, but I'm like, uh, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is th- is throwing to accountants and lawyers, they're gonna win a bunch of games. Exactly. I have I have Green Bay taking their division, but I have Minnesota as the final wild card because I think that they still have enough talent and I think they're growing talent. I think Minnesota is going to Well, Minnesota has a lot of talent, but I don't think, um, I think the thing about it is um, I think Kirk Cousins is just talented enough to not be that guy. Is he, would you call him the new age um, Matthew Stafford? Well, so the thing, I think the thing about it is right. Matthew Stafford went to another team and won. Did. And I think the difference is he went to a team that was but, he went to a team. I mean, let me finish. He went to yeah. a team that was pretty stacked and won. Yeah. Kirk Cousins has already been on a stacked team. He's he's been in Minnesota for quite some time, and they haven't won. He had he had Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, and um Cook at the same time. Didn't he have Patterson too? Cordero. I don't know when Cordero was there, but maybe. Maybe, but yeah, but so think about that, right? It's it's kind yeah, of but, one of those things. But, yeah, but um, the, the the big difference with that though, and Brady, in Tampa, and any of the other people going is defense. Minnesota's defense has never been they have there haven't been this vaunted defense, right? Like yeah, you have stack teams like Brady goes to Tampa. Their defense was stellar. So is the Rams. Matthew Stafford going to the Rams. No, you're right. No, the de- the defense is a, the defense is. The defense is top notch, but I think um, I think with Kurt and I've liked Kurt overall. I've liked his talent overall, but I think he's proven like when the when the lights are on, yeah, he he doesn't. I know he. For instance, um, when Cooper Cup catches that uh, the ball against uh, the Bucks late. Oh yeah, Tampa, yeah. Kirk doesn't make that. Not on television. It's got to no. be on a. Re- it's got to be a regular game. It can't be no prime time. It's the only game on TV. It's gonna be like a one o'clock. Game. Yes. No yes. It seems like. Um. It seems like for some people that's a thing. Because yeah. it ha- and it has to be because somebody like Tom Brady. I've always, I've always felt if you put his talent up against somebody else's talent, that's good. Their talent's always better, but his talent. Is is making the best play at the best possible time to and win. Now, and you're right because it's it's like if you have dark, you have light. If you have good, you have bad. If you have guys that perform in prime time, like Brady, like yep. even Barf. Yo, Far was a Far was a master at it. Master passed at away it. and throws yeah. five touchdowns on Monday Night Football. Master at it. I a mean, master at it. 
amazing. And you're like, okay, so if there's that, you definitely have a lot of the Kirk Cousins that just, you know, they're just not coming up. That's interesting. If yeah. you think like I'm trying to think of any other QB that's in that spot. It was always the Tony Romo, you know, they can't win a playoff game or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, and that's one of those guys I've always liked. And now, like, um, I um I was really rooting for Baker in the beginning, but I saw something that had uh the Panthers going into the playoffs. And I'm like, what? That's not happening. On what planet? Do you re- I literally have listened to people talk about Baker being the missing piece for them to be a successful team. And I'm like, um, look at the Browns. The Browns had him for multiple years. And the Browns have more talent overall than right. the team that he's going to now. How is he going to succeed right. more there? Right. How is that a thing? How is that possible? And you look at all the talent that Cleveland had while he was there. I mean. There are two mean, running backs that could have started that could have started in, on half the teams in the league. Three. Three. With the earnest. Yeah. Yeah, once he got his his his, his he got work, his shot and it was it. Yes, he crushed it right. Yes. And then you have you had Jarvis Landry going with OBJ. They had a wide receiver he couldn't figure out how to produce with, and then that receiver goes somewhere else and immediately is impactful on a Super Bowl winning team. Right, and the if he doesn't get hurt in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they blow, I think they blow the because he, he went out with an injury. I think I think they were I think they were getting ready to pour it on them. Yeah. You know, um, and and so it's like you look at that and I'm just like, I'm just like, um, Baker, I I, I like you, uh, but I don't like you that much because I've always I just kind of always felt his attitude doesn't fit his talent. And I think I, that's the biggest problem. You if you're gonna have an if you're gonna have a big attitude, you have to have big, big talent. And it doesn't come up in those big games, you know. Yep. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go over. Let's go over playoff stuff. So who do you have in the AFC East taking the AFC East? Um. So you know, it's funny. Um. I will say the Bills by default, but but I don't have um, I don't I don't have much um, much faith in the Bills. I think I think they're going to get a real big crash course in reality, and I think the Pats. I think because I think the Pats are getting into the playoffs, and I, I don't think the Pats are going to lose all their games to the bills this season. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. We, uh, we play at home Thursday night football at Gillette. It is a uh, throwback uniform game. Oh, nice. They announced it today that in the Detroit game. So I have the bills taking the division. I think they have a really tough schedule in the very first four games, I guess, or even five or six are like really hard, but then like they coast towards the end of the year. Um, I have them taking the division AFC East um, and in the AFC West, I have, I have the chargers. Um, I know that that's a toss up for anyone and I wouldn't fight anyone that said anyone else. Yeah, I think so. I have, I definitely have the chiefs and Broncos in the AFC West. Um, Interesting. If I was, if I was leaning, I would lean towards the chiefs just because they've been doing it so long sure and that team is already gelled and stuff yeah um i think the broncos are definitely getting in the playoffs i had them going deep i think the problem i think the biggest problem that the that um the charges are going to run into is there's just not enough slots for everybody sure and 
and even if I'm being um if I'm being honest, I don't see I don't see the Chargers beating the Chiefs. Not when it counts, not in that sense. Like I think the idea is um I think interesting. A lot of, I think a lot of people have forgotten. I think I think I think somehow a lot of people have forgotten just how good the Chiefs are. The way I have it, though, I have them Chargers winning, being like the number one seed overall, right? So mm-hmm. that would be no matter what, the Chiefs are coming to them, which I don't even have them there, believe it or not. I didn't even have the, I had the Raiders um, playing at the Chargers. I think so. I like the I like the Raiders, but I think the Raiders I think the Raiders are, are, are going to be one of those teams this season that they just don't have enough. I think that's going to be their downfall. I the idea is it's like they have a it's like they don't even want to to um to sign their their franchise running back to a long term deal, and and. I'm like, what? Uh, that, the Josh Jacobs thing is fascinating to me. Sure. Especially if you look at their last five or six drafts that are just terrible between Ruggs mm-hmm. and Alex Leatherwood first uh, round last year, 17th overall, and they already cut him. And they So the kid's not, he's still making rookie money and they already cut him and he's, he's getting guaranteed money. That's never heard of. It's like, what happened? Who knows? But I guess that would be my x factor there right i think i think the raiders for now are are cursed uh but i think i think mcdaniels takes a little of that the voodoo away and i have for the afc championship i have the raiders at the chargers and the chargers winning i have indy rounding out the south cincy in the north um and then i have the patriots sneaking in as a wild card with the chiefs and the raiders which again you could i i you could throw the Broncos in, in anywhere that, and I'd be okay. Yeah. With it. Um, I can see, um, I can see the AFC championship being the chiefs. Actually, you know, it's funny. I can see it being, I can potentially say being the chiefs of Broncos against the bills. I can see that potential. Um, I don't think the South is, I don't think the South is going to make noise. I think, I think the acquisition of Matt Ryan for the Colts is a, it's a good story, but I think when it's all said and done, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll have enough firepower. And I think the Titans may just be too. Um, I think they may have relied on Tannehill one year too late. And I think they, they lean too heavily on, it's not just Derrick Henry, but it's their running game, right? I think yes. They, they, a little too much. Yeah. Um, and that's why I agree. I think I think when I look at it, I definitely see when I look at teams, the way I, I rank them, I look at them, I go, could the Chargers beat every team that I'm listing here? And if the answer is yes, then they move on to the next round, right? The, yo, that I'm, makes perfect sense. And that's but true. But then when I look at Indy, I'm like, goods. who could Indy beat here? And then, yes. the, and then it's like, well, they in a dog fight might be able to beat Indy. Indy might be able to barely beat Cincy. Maybe. Yeah. If they're playing at Indy. Yes. Indy could beat the Pats. They showed it that last year. Yes. 
Indy think, would be a dogfight with 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 uh, the Raiders, but they they don't beat the Chargers. They don't beat the Chiefs. Yeah, no, and I think the AFC North is a. Um, I think the AFC North um, could. I think it could be. The I think it could be any of them, ex- with the ex- even maybe the Browns, if they can tread water till Deshaun comes back. I can see all of them beating on beating up each other, and then it wouldn't shock me if the Steelers won won that division. Yeah. But I just don't see them. I don't see them getting to the end, and that's no. it. You know, I don't see them getting to the end. And so NF- then when I NFC is easier though. NFC yeah, so is like, really easy. Well, it's just because you you have um, the teams that have already proven to be successful. Right. They're going to be successful this year, right? Um, but I th- I mean I think the e- I think the NFC East is going to be the I can see the Eagles coming out of NFC East. That's what I have. You know, um, but the Eagles can't beat, they can't beat everybody when it counts. No. We've already spoken about the Saints and them. Um, and then it's like when I'm looking at the Packers, it's like, okay, I can see the NFC championship being Packers versus Rams. That's exactly what I have. That's exactly what I have. Yeah, Packers, see, and, Packers at Rams. Yeah. And then I have the Rams. So my Super Bowl actually is San Diego versus LA. Well, LA versus LA. Which would be San Diego. No. Awesome. Be San Diego. <laughs> LA versus LA. That'd be funny. I would, I would love for them to be, I would love them to sell that. A Beltway Bowl or whatever that is. Freeway Bowl, whatever. It would, that be, would be first Super be awesome. Bowl with like 40 fans in it because LA fans just don't even care about their teams no matter what. They just like LA. <laughs> they just love like LA. That's there. how it is. Yeah. So that's that's what I have for for my picks. Um, cool. So this week, who do you got? Okay, first game: Bills Rams. Honestly, there's so much hype on Josh Allen already; it annoys the shit out of me. Well, it's just I think you and I have spoken before. Every for some reason, people are willing to anoint him. I yes, the best quarterback or the or the second best quarterback in the league already. And it's like, look, here's the thing. If you want to tell me he's the best quarterback, then you gotta have then you gotta have tape on why he's better than the other people. Right. He's not more successful than them, and he's right. not more accomplished than them. Right. Just remember this. This is all you have to remember. Mahomes, I respect his game. Josh Allen, he's trash. He's a bill. Whatever. <laughs> but listen, if you need to ever compare them, this is what I tell anyone out. That's that's like you said, anointed him already, right? The Messiah. Uh Two of the best games you've ever seen was Mahomes against the Rams. Derek Goff game. That was like 70 to 63 or whatever it was. Beautiful. Okay. That game. And then him against him against the Bills. He was just an assassin. (laughs) And, and he went, he won. And so, Sorry, Josh, you're zero and one in those. Well, my take, my my biggest, my biggest, weird, the weirdest thing about it is, everybody's willing to say um, when Lamar Jackson gets critiqued, right? And it's That's like, okay, cool. so one, he's got an MVP. He didn't get an MVP just because he ran touchdowns in, right? He was throwing bombs to people. That's yep. one one thing to consider. Also, I think one thing to consider too is. If we want to talk about, but his style of play will get him hurt. Have you ever seen what they do with Josh Allen? <laughs> I'm like, right. they have this dude trying to truck guys all the time. 
Yeah. And, th- and that's the thing is like, I'm, I don't, when I watch Lamar's game, there's only one thing I worry about with him. Um, it's, it's an untimely fumble. Really? It's, it's, it's just the way he runs, right? Yes. The way he the runs, way he'll he try, runs he'll try to be people, slick. Though, the, the way he runs at people. I'm never in danger. I'm never worried. He's in danger of getting broken in half. Josh Allen runs reckless. And I mean, like, back when Cam Newton was a rookie record. Yes, that's literally, that's how he plays. And I'm like, we all know those players that do that don't age well. So why, nope. are, we, why are we critiquing Lamar for, the, for playing his style? Lamar. It's like, it just, it's just so weird. And, yeah. and, and like I said, and like I said too, um, if you look at it, do you know, um, they said something, Mahomes has won 10 games every year. He's been a starter. Minimum. And it's like, yo, it's like, it's like this dude's already been to two Super Bowls, won one, been to an AFC, uh, you know. Wait, he won one. He lost to the GOAT. Yes. Yeah. The other. It's yeah. not even that, right? And But also, he also lost to a goaded defense. That defense was disgusting. Stellar. So. And my take on it, so I'm like, but I think, I think the idea is with the Josh Allen thing and everybody's like, um, Bill's favorite to win. I'm like, why? Because they haven't won yet. Right. They haven't won anything. Right. They didn't even. It's it's weird when people talk about the Bills because it's like they didn't even make it to the AFC Championship. They got beat. Right. But it's like, but are we giving style points out now? Is that what we do? Yeah. yeah. The moral victories, baby. Because they didn't get beat. Because I think one of the funniest things too is they didn't get beat because of luck. Like, yo, yo, that's literally, if Mahomes has the ball, he makes plays. That's his thing. That's that's what he does. You know, so to beat Mahomes in overtime is not to go to overtime. Yes, exactly. Don't go there. So I think so this year. So no, I have the Rams beating the Bills and opening. That that was my pick. That was, that was not hard for me. Yes. I, I definitely try to remove the fact that I'm a Pats fan. When yeah, I but you don't need game. you don't you don't even need like yeah it's gonna happen. Um, yeah. I got the Pats winning this week against the Dolphins, the another team that seems to be wildly overrated for who they are. It's like, look, if you want to tell me them getting Tyreek Hill and having Jalen Waddle is gonna make is gonna um make them a contender, my my argument is, hey, I gotta see it. I think two is fine, but. I don't think if you're a regular quarterback and you get a Maserati at wide receiver, all of a sudden you're Ben Diesel behind the wheel. My favorite thing about I completely agree. My favorite thing about that is this the worst touchdown to interception ratio on throws with 10 plus air yards last season to a one for seven. Zach Wilson, two, two touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Justin Field, two and six, and Sam Darnold, three and eight. Tua is one and seven. He has the fewest touchdowns to interceptions. That's that's horrible. Horrible and horrendous at the same time. It's horrible-endous, okay? It's terrible. Yeah, I just don't – yeah, so um, I just don't see how having – a great receiver is going to elevate his ability. You know, I I just haven't, I I mean, and I can't think, I can't think of any recent 
time where that's happened, where a quarterback, he was decent, and they brought in a $100 million wide receiver, and now his game is elevated beyond what it was before. I can't think of anything. You know, exactly. And so I think, not to say that it hasn't happened, but if we can't, but if we can't think of it, it doesn't happen as it doesn't happen as often as people are acting right. like it can happen. Right. So right. yeah, so um, I have you guys beating Miami. Um, I have uh, that Baltimore another AFC East um, matchup. Those Jets. I don't. I think the Jets are going to lose a lot of games this year. First one up against Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar is going to beat the brakes off of them, as they say. That's going to be like forty to. Seven, that's being generous. Well, Zach Wilson not playing, um, being ruled out, and now you have Joey Flacco in. It's it it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal. It may not it may it may not start off brutal. It may be like how certain college, certain good college teams play regular schools and go on in a halftime, the score is like 20 to 10, but after halftime the team ends up winning 50 to 10. Right. You know, I think it's very much, I think it very much can be like that, you know, Baltimore. So I, yeah. And so um, now um, you, you're speaking of uh, green Bay, green play plays the Vikings. I think, I think green Bay is going to do what they do. Yeah. If this game was like four weeks in, I might lean towards Minnesota depending on how they're playing, but week one, Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, and last well, last year they got embarrassed in their week one game. They remember yeah. that. Yeah. They're not gonna show they're not gonna do the same thing this year. They're no. gonna show up extra. I'm not. I'm and like you said, doesn't matter who Aaron Rodgers is throwing to. Yeah. Um, Broncos versus the Seahawks. I think I think it's a statement game for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's gonna kill them. I think it's I think it's gonna be um I read something today that uh they basically said when Russell Wilson found out that the team had um, looked at, they went to, what is it? Um, Mahomes pro day and then Josh Allen's pro day. He was furious. But keep in mind that was several years ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, he was barely 30. Right. And so the idea is, um, Teams don't. People said, you know, team. I mean, some people have argued when you have your when you even if you have the guy, you have to do that. Teams don't do that. Teams no, don't do that. Belichick, the um the um the Pats had Tom Brady. They didn't. They didn't do that. They didn't go to guys who could have the number one. Who you can only draft if you got the number one pick anyway. Right. Right. And they you were know? never close to that. Yeah. Because of him. Yeah, exactly. So the idea is, so, I mean, I think um, I can see why Russell Wilson would be perturbed by that. And I mean, it makes, it makes so much sense that, you know, he left and he's like, okay, you guys don't want to give me a new deal. Think I don't have it. I'm just a system dude. I'm going to light you up. There's a, there's a lot of good week one games, obviously the Pats, you know, I'm Pats fan. That's what I want. I care about the most, but that's the next game I care about. Yeah, sure. I want to see how Brady can handle, you know, um, on on Sunday night against Dallas. I think that'll be a good matchup. And well, yeah, I mean, but, like, we, we kind of penciled the Bucks in the Hawks. Week. week one is insane. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, I mean, that's I, I I expect the buck. I expect the Bucks. 
I expect that that blocking issue that Brady may have, I expect that not to be much of a factor in that game. I expect him to figure out a way around that. Oh, I agree because because listen, if they're all fully healthy, Tampa wins that by two touchdowns easily. Easy. Easy. Um, but let's let's say they're not there. So now then that brings it closer down to let's say no touchdowns game, right? There's no difference there. So then the the mitigating the tiebreaker there for me is head coaching. And McCarthy is terrible and stupid and awful. And I just don't I don't see why he's still thought to be a great head coach. His, I think Dallas finds a way to lose that game. I think it, so I would say this. I don't necessarily think I don't know if I would say McCarthy's not a good coach, but I don't think he's in a position to show whether he can coach or not. And I think that makes that makes it worse for him. I see guys that are I I call them the old guard. Yeah. They're the new guard. Yes, they, the McDermott's. They need a you know the McVeigh, of course. McVeigh is actually it's funny. McVeigh is actually he's he's like in between. He's like a zenial, you know. You're not Gen X now. Because <laughs> McVeigh's been around for a bit, and you know, yeah. he's, he's like you know what, twelve years old or something. It doesn't you know he's been around <laughs> since the dawn of time. But McCarthy, I think, is just that old like um, like Mike Zimmerman mentality, the the Jack Del Rio mentality. Yes, it's like that. Okay. It's that era of coaches, and I don't think that they have a, a like a. I don't think that they have a a spot in today's NFL anymore. You know what I mean? No, Belichick I think you're, I think you're older, right. but Belichick is different, and he totally is above everyone else. That he you can't. He's actually incomparable. But I look but at the it's, other it's different. Yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like well, it's like the Texans have Lovey Smith, and um, oh. he's from that. But actually, I'll, I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans beat the Colts. I think I got the Texans beating the Colts this week. Really? Yeah, yo. Because especially because you do, do, do drugs. The Colts. So the thing about it is, I think it's going to be one of those situations that's not. Um, I think the game is going to have more score more points then it's supposed to, and the Texans are going to ink it out by a field goal. They're playing at home. They're expected to lose. Yeah. And they have a, and they have a dude, they have a dude at quarterback in Davis Mills that may have the goods. He, he may, may. Have the, he may have the longest neck in history. His mom says something about him, uh, about him um, doing, uh, getting a turtleneck deal. Like literally, his mom know what time it is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he should do I, that. He needs to jump on that before no one. <laughs> so, so it's interesting. You think the Texans are gonna win? When last year, the last game they played, they lost to the Colts, thirty-one to nothing. <laughs> so, so you think he? <laughs> You think they got, Davis Mills they got, somehow bridges this gap? <laughs> they, got Dave, they got Damian Pierce now. Yeah. They got um they go got on. A, they got a defensive-minded head coach. I don't know, man. It's something sure. about it. Yeah. I won't put like this. I won't be surprised. So even if they don't win, I can see them keeping it close. But I think I think they're gonna inch it out. And then the Colts are panic. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's going to get 35 carries a game, and then he's going to get hurt week two for me, and then I'm just going to be done in football. <laughs> oh, no. you know. oh, I think the um, the as far as the Browns, I think the Browns beat the Panthers. I don't. I think 
it's kind of one of those things. It's weird because it's one of those things about Baker that people seem to support him and his talent, but it's like, yo, he don't throw as many touchdowns as you think. The, 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 the Browns, when he was on the Browns, they would stomp teams and have 40 points and he'd only have two touchdowns. Right. So what is this? You know, I think, I think, I think the big thing working for Baker as a fan favorite of any sort is that he's came on the heels of Manziel and Manziel had gifts that he wasted and, mm-hmm. and Cleveland had so much history of just being the downtrodden bag over your face fans. And, and then yeah, Baker. And they're like, it's, it's, it's that he, he was, you know, like star Wars. He was the new hope. Right. You know, Manziel, yeah. they thought was like, yeah, you know, you put him Manziel and, you know, against, against Baker in a college game. And you're like, that that would be an incredible game. Well, Baker's, I mean, the Baker's biggest problem with the, with the with the with the Browns overall is just that um, the expectations were really low when he got there. Sure. And as and he helped raise the expectations, but so did them drafting a lot of good talent. And so now the expectations, the expectations are too high, and he can't accommodate. Right. That's just it. Right. You know. Um, I think it's it's very interesting. Um, I think that them picking Deshaun Watson, get uh, you know, if you just look at it talent-wise, yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's like, hey, I'm a regular guy. If my if my wife comes to me, she says, look, um, I've met Brad Pitt. Um, me and Brad Pitt are going to do this relationship thing. I mean, yes, I could be kind of upset. But I do know it's Brad Pitt. I have to be realistic. Yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson is—he's um, a scumbag in his own right. I pray. Can you imagine Jacoby Brissett leads them to like nine and zero? Can you can you imagine a world? Some some. I want to live in that NFL world where Jacoby Brissett goes nine and zero. And the Browns go, okay, what do we do now? Because you know, no matter what they're doing, they'll mess it up. Well, so I think it's funny. Um, I think no matter what happens, as long if if Deshaun's not in prison <laughs> and he's healthy, he's he's getting in. I don't think sure. I don't think Jacoby can do anything. Nine and zero. Oh. Nine and zero. Oh. I don't think Jacoby can oh. do anything. We're not talking four and zero. Oh. The well, only okay, here's what okay, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Okay, I'll amend that. What I'll say to that is this. They'll if wait Jacoby, until like two picks in a game, but then they'll pull them. They won't. Jacoby would have to basically if if the if the Browns are nine and oh and he's like potential MVP, <laughs> right? He stays in. Nine and they oh. can't be nine and oh winning games 17 to 14. That's not gonna cut it. He'll be out. Nine and oh, if they were nine and oh, they would be looking at the next week would be would be ten and oh potentially. And you're talking where they would just say, okay, so that's in, in that stretch, you're talking in week five and six, they beat the Chargers and the Pats, but then the Ravens and Bengals, and then they would sit him. I don't, <laughs> yes, that's then we kind of have a bye. Yes, that's quite that'd be. It, he'd have to be insane. He'd have to look like he sold his soul. 
right. to play that he'd be playing out of his mind. Yes. But it's like, yeah, so then um, okay, uh, we're coming up on a, the the few remaining ones. We got the Eagles playing the Lions. I I think we can both agree the Eagles are the better team. Yeah. They have more talent. Yeah. Um, so they'll win that, and the Niners are gonna play the Bears. Yeah. I expect that game to not even be close. Uh, same. I've got the I've got the Steelers in an upset beating the Bengals actually because of Mitch Trubisky versus Mitchell Trubisky. That's no, I think because he, I think they're going to play a ground and pound game. Squeak out with the W. I I don't think that they can hang with Joe Burrow. And I think it's going to be a 17-14 game. That's what this, I think. This is the problem with the Steelers. If the Steelers get into a match where they're pulling six minutes off the clock to get Najee up, 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 up the, you know, up the field and seven minutes, eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And then within 49 seconds, Joe Burrow and Chase hook up and it's a touchdown or he's just slinging. He, they can score with five seconds left. Yes. I, I think it's going to have to, I think it's going to have to be a ground and pound game, but I, but I, but being same division, all that stuff, that's what I yeah. can see for that game. Oh, anything can happen. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going Cincy with that. I think. I just think that Which, it makes sense. Late, it makes sense. Yeah, if it's close enough late, if Cincy's down, they can come back. That's true. If Steelers are eight, they're they're even if they're eight, down by eight or nine, and they need two scores, I don't think that they can come back. Cincy might be able to might put the flurry of points on them, so I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Um. We have Saints Falcons. I got the Saints. I think the Falcons are. I think the Falcons are rebuilding, but I can see a lot of points being particularly scored in that game. I think that's possible. Yeah, I think that'll be a, the defense kind of sits probably plays the first half, but I think second half it's on loose. I think the Saints walk away. I think it's like a 24-17 or 24-21. Yep, I got the Niners beating the Bears because it's the Niners and the yep. Bears are rebuilding. Yep. Um, Titans-Giants, I got the Titans because – it's the Titans. Uh, yeah. The Giants are garbage. I think we could drum it's, up 53 people and probably you know be competitive against the Giants. They they just they just they just need to be constructed better. Yeah. So yeah. then we got the so then we got the the Chiefs cards. Yeah. I got I've got the I've got the I think that's gonna be a good one, but I got the Chiefs winning. I think I, I think too. it could be high scoring, but sure, but Mahomes late is still my home so yep that's the one i got and then i think the last one jags commanders washington uh, i i i think it could be a pick em. i'm gonna go jacksonville honestly i don't think that's um i think doug peterson having coast in the nfc east before i think that's a good play i think um i just don't know which team I probably I'm leaning towards Jacksonville, but I don't know which team has the most talent. And in a game like that, I think I would probably go with the team that has the most talent. But we'll go with the Jags. Yeah, I mean they both got good coaches. What Rivera is is awesome in Washington, and I, I think the Jags will just. I think I think they drafted. I think they had an A plus draft this last draft, and I don't. Well, say they that. did. Well, they did. The, they did the last draft exactly. But They've but, but and I think I think I mean Peterson's a made man. I think exactly. he earned his Super Bowl coaching ring. So yeah. I'm expecting. I am expecting them to bounce to have a bounce back year. Maybe not be in the playoffs, but make some noise and probably beat some teams that had penciled them in as a loss. So yeah. yeah. Who do you have as your MVP? Okay, um, I have Mahomes winning MVP again. I think. Yeah. Um, 
I think he will have the numbers similar to anyone else. And I think, I think because everybody expected, oh, we're just going to give it to this person. He'll get it. I have it in that, I have it in that same division, but I, Herbert. I, originally, I originally wrote Burrow, but I crossed out for Herbert because I just think that whoever, whatever quarterback wins that division is absolutely probably is absolutely one. I, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a homer, but I can see I can see a world where Russell gets it. I, I could too. He was I I had a couple listening. Literally, I had I had I had Wilson at one point. I had I've never had Allen. I want to say that again. Josh never, Allen. Never. No. no um. No. I had, and I, I like him, but, no. but Burrow and then Herbert. I'm just like you keep coming back to Herbert and just like the kid's awesome. And Herbert is Herbert is awesome. I think I think I think Herbert is awesome, but I also think he's not. Um, I don't yet. Um, I don't know yet if he's ready to win a close game against sure. another awesome guy. I agree, and we'll I see. think that's the yeah. So we'll see. That, but yeah, that's the difference. That's how you win an MVP to show that you can do that. Yeah, not like just, literally. not just against Zach Wilson when he does play. No, exactly. But it's like literally, can you be on Monday Night Football, and both teams have thirty, and the other team has um, has uh, Lamar Jackson, and he just did something electric, right? And you need to march your team down the field for a touchdown to tie. Can you do right. that? Exactly. It's way easier to be throwing throw touchdowns when your team's already up. Right. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, that division, I, it if you t- if any of those QBs win, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, you know, no, it's, it's for for me. It's not hard for rookie of the year predictions. Personally, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson again. Here comes the hard knocks in us, right? I mean, the kid's yeah. a stud, but his motor never stops. I can't really, yeah, see anyone else taking that. And offensive, I, I Brees Hall. I think the kid's just electric. And I, I want to see. Um, I want to see what he does as far yeah. as if he's able to get in early. I can see a world where Drake London is the offensive rookie of the year because he's immediately starting. Right. If he's healthy, he's the number one receiver on his team. He's immediately starting. He's going to get his. He's going to get his opportunities. Yeah, or the, even, or even Damian, uh, Damian for um, the Texans. Pierce. Him being a, yeah, him being the running back, um, and the starter, he's going to get his touches. So I think, I think it's quite possible. But it's definitely going to be somebody who is getting used a lot and early. Yeah, I think the problem with Brees Hall, the only strike against him isn't even about him. It's who his quarterback is. Well, him being on the Jets, it's gonna be a it's gonna sure. be a long year. Sure. Long year. Sure. I think they're just gonna run him, run him, run him, run him, run him, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But all right, cool. All right. Um, episode one in the books. It's good to uh, go Pats, go Broncos. Yeah. Wow. You guys next week. Definite. All right, be good.